So we are at the end of a Shemitah year, or a supposed Shemitah year. This year, we as Khalifa have a seemingly Paskin that it's considered a Shemitah year, and now that Rosh Hashanah is upon us, we are concluding the year. And one of the mitzvahs that we are privileged to do, we don't get to do often, is the concept of Shemitah's Ksafim, where we can remit all loans that are owed to us. People owe us money, we can remit those loans, and along with that comes this concept of a prusbal. What exactly is a prusbal? Well, technically, all it is is a document that allows you to let those loans remain collectible. That I can still collect my loans and not be over any sort of issue to Arisa or to Rabbanon because because somehow this document is some sort of harama or some sort of workaround of the biblical law as we see brought down in Devar and Perak Tezov, we just learned a few weeks ago, that allows us to, you didn't learn it, Jonathan, that allows us to, um, that allows us to, uh, to still collect the loans. So a couple of questions are as follows. One is, how does this exist within the spirit of the law, right? Maybe technically we can find this, this, technical, uh, this technical quirk or some sort of heter, some sort of leniency, but how does this work within the spirit of the law? Why are we all running out to do so if really perhaps we shouldn't do, we shouldn't do it? Like a cool is all good and well, but if we shouldn't be doing it, so why, how does this work within the spirit of the, of the law? Question number two is, question number two is, and I think more, there's been a lot of misunderstanding about the concept of principle in general. You often hear it bandied about, you know, the rab- if the rabbis can enact a principle, surely they can do X, Y, or Z. If there's a rabbinic will, there's a rabbinic will, and I think there's just a lot of misunderstanding how exactly a principle works, how it operates, why the rabbis did so, you know, also how old it is, that's also important, and what, if we understand, I think, these two questions, how it works within the spirit of the law, and how really it works, then we'll come to this understanding of, just a greater understanding of what exactly principle is, again, putting that all together, what principle is, how it works, what's the mechanics behind it, who needs it, they'll kind of answer this great meta question of how it works in the spirit of the law, and perhaps a great, actually get a greater understanding of why, not only does it exist, but why perhaps maybe we should all actually utilize this I won't even call it a hetter at this point, but this, uh, this concept of principle. So again, let's begin. This year is a year of Shemitah. And as I said, it's allegedly Shemitah. It is not so clear. Just know that all this year of Shemitah is coming to an end. Question, Rabbi Tad. Uh, have we been counting Shemitah uh, since the, like, the first destruction of the, all right, the so, second one? Uh, we never looked at like, the so, year? So, so let's, 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 let's just, as we begin... I, the reason why I said it's, uh, we assume it's Shemitah, because actually it's Machlokas, the Gaonim and the Rambam, is it, well, first of all, just for the, uh, the academics among us, there may be some calen- calendar errors somewhere along back in the Second Temple era that we may be aware of. All right, that's A. Number two is leaving aside the calendar, whatever you want to call them, missing years, the Machlokas, the Rambam, and the Gaonim about how you count, now that we don't have the Yovel, which we'll get into more in a couple minutes, so do we count it 49 and start over again, the 50th year is really year one, or no, it's 49-50 and then start over year one, which is going to throw the entire calculation off. So that's actually, that Machlokas, the Rambam versus the Gaonim, we Paskin like Tosfos and the Gaonim, not like the Rambam. Now, there's an interesting base Halevi. This, I'm going to put this out there. This is just me being sidetracked because I thought of it as I was preparing this today. Jewish based Halevi says as follows. 
One can argue, and we'll explain this in more detail in a few minutes, that Shemitah may only be the Rabbanan as not as only, only Rabbinic. And now we have a suffix. Is it Shemitah this year? Is it not Shemitah this year? Because maybe Tosfos is correct that it's Shemitah, Shemitah. Maybe the Rambam is correct that it's not Shemitah. It's a suffix the Rabbanan, Lakula. We shouldn't have, we should never have Shemitah anymore. Azoizok de Besalevi. What do we answer to that? We're not going to get into, but one could perhaps argue that we won't say Suffolk Darabon and Lakula, that when there's a, a doubt and when it comes to a rabbinic law, if it's going to totally, the, the, um, totally abolish a mitzvah entirely. Okay? We'll leave it at that. Fine. So, the question is, what's going on here? So let's, just go, let's do a quick summary. Back to Tzvarim, Perik, Tezvav. Uh, at the end of seven years, there should be a Shemitah. This is the first of the Marmakomos, source number zero. It should say one. So basically, you should not collect the loans. There's a major Machlokas Rishonim. It's actually, I say major machlokas, but it's pretty much everyone on one side and the Yerim, who's a major player, so we're not going to say nothing, the Yerim, who's a, one of the big balitosvas, on the other side. This that we say, your loans are canceled. Is it that they are just, Shemitah comes and the Lushan is Afkusa the Malka, that God basically says, it's great, no longer your loans. Jonathan owed me $100, and I, every day I looked at him, he owes me 100 and suddenly Shemitah comes and he no longer owes me $100. I can say he owes me $100, I can scream he owes me $100, but ultimately he doesn't owe me $100. God says, it's no longer your money, it's no longer a loan, it's gone. Or, perhaps, it's not the way it works. Rather, the Torah tells me, Yossi, cats, you have a mitzvah to go to Jonathan and say, this, that you owed, that you owed me $100, mochalach. Shemitah tells me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm mochal on it. Right? You hear, you hear, you hear the big machlokas? Is it that it happens automatically? And there may be a similar machlokas that happens to the ground as well, by the way, which comes down to my big machlokas, uh, Yerushalayim, Ibn Ebrak, going back, obviously, earlier than that. But this, is it that it happens automatically, or is it that? No, it's not automatic. I have to go to Jonathan and say to him, Mocholoch. And what, what's the big, what, what are the nafkaminas? What are, what are ramifications? Can you think of any? What if you die? You don't do it. What? What if you die? And therefore what? Like, well, you're no, not well, of well, no, well, those are the, my, the, my children but inherit the loan. If something happened that you're not able to be mocha on the loan. Okay, that, that, could be, that could be one. So I'll, I'll put it this way. Ready for this? What if I go ahead and I go to Jonathan, I go to his house, he's a nice house, I've been there, and I knock on his door and he opens the door up and I shove my way into the house, like in all of the movies, go over to the piggy bank, take my hammer out, smash it open, count that $100 in quarters, and walk out the door. And he says, what are you doing? I say, what do you mean? I hear it's an IOU. You owe me $100. According to the Urim, did I steal? No, because I never said I'm Ocho. I shouldn't do so because I'm, I may be over a different law of collecting a debt during the year of Shemitah, but it is my money, technically. It's my money. I just shouldn't collect it because the, Shemitah, the year of Shemitah, the law of Shemitah says don't collect it. Whereas according to all the other Rishonim, the Arzeruah, most prominently, I just stole from Jonathan because the Torah says Shemitah comes along, the loan no longer exists. That's a major nafkamina. Whose money is it? According to the Uraim, it's still my money. I still, he still owes it to me. According to everyone else, no, he no longer owes it to me. Take it a step further. What were to happen? What were to happen if I were to go to Jonathan's house 
and I knock on the door, and he opens the door, and I push my way in there, and I take my hammer to break the piggy bank, and I see there is no piggy bank. So I go on the wall, he has a beautiful painting that he has on his wall there, and I take it off the wall, and the, well, the halacha is that just as if, if you can't collect money, you just lean on the property, the lean on items, perhaps, some talpalin, let's say, and I take his painting and say, I'm taking this painting in, 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 in lieu of the payment, which would have worked on a normal year. This painting, let's say, it's, it's, uh, we, we took it to an appraiser. It's appraised at $100. Let's even say it was supposed to have gone to me in the event that he couldn't pay up. And I bring it to my house. Okay, all good and well. I shouldn't do so. I do so. And then, God forbid, I die. Okay. So, now my children inherit a painting. According to, according to everyone, say the Arzurua, I could never, I, I was not allowed to go to Jonathan's house and take the painting. I, he didn't, there was no loan between us. The loan wasn't extant anymore. Therefore, I stole a painting from him, and, they, my, therefore my, and therefore the heirs here have to go and bring the painting back to Jonathan and say, we're we have a, a positive obligation, perhaps. Whether they have it, not so clear, but they have an obligation to return what they stole. Whereas according to the Uraim, no, that's not true. Because according to the Uraim, Technically, it is my painting. I, what happened to the fact that there was an obligation for me to forgive the loan? Well, that, was, that wasn't the children's obligation. That was the father's obligation. The children were, were the children's to say, yeah, my father had an obligation. Okay, we'll say an extra cottage for him. We'll say a couple more mishnahis for him. All right, we'll make sure we'll, we'll, we'll lose some couple. We'll have, make sure he'll have a kapara. But technically, that, was, that wasn't him. But the, the painting belongs to us because he never forgave the loan, and therefore he collected what was rightfully his. So this is a major machlokas, and there are other nafkaminas we're not going to go through now because that's not the subject of the shir. But a major machlokas about what this that we say that the loans are canceled during the year of shemitah are they tech, are they canceled automatically? Afgas the malka, or no? It takes the the the, uh, the uh, lender to say mocholach. Fine. Then the next pasuk is very important as well, very crucial as well. Hishamalacha. Be very, it's the Torah giving us Hishamar, whatever the Torah says Hishamar, it's a Lashon of, it's the language of a, a lav. It's giving us a, a negative command. So what's, a, what's the Torah concerned about? A person's gonna look at his, a person's gonna come. Let's say, knock on the rap on my door, as we just established right before the shear started, that I am on the Forbes 500 list, right? Yeah. Part of the salary, not your chesed, you didn't know. It put me right, way up on the lift. I'm between Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. Although, after both their divorces, I'm probably above both of them, okay? And I get a knock on my door, and an auntie comes and says, or anyone comes and says, I would like to take a loan out. And I say, sure. And I go to, I reach into my drawer to take out my money, and as I'm doing so, I notice the calendar, like, one minute. In three, mo- in, in three months, let's say it's going to be Shemitah. Wait, I'm not going to get the money back. I go back to the, uh, the, the person and say, sir, I'm not, going to give you, I'm not going to give you a loan because I know I'm not going to get the money back because Shemitah is going to cancel the loan, right? Whether it's because it's going to technically cancel automatically or because I'm going to be forced to say, Mochalach, says the Torah, do not do so. There's a lav, a, a negative command. A negative that one is not allowed to not, to not extend a loan because they're afraid of their loan getting canceled. Very, very important as well. And then the Torah goes on to give a bracha about one who follows, who follows, the, who follows the, the, the Torah and still gives a loan and is, 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 um, is nullifies the loan in the end. Okay, so that is step one, the basics. Step two is how can the rabbis do this? So the Torah clearly states 
that comes along the seventh year, at some point on the seventh year, the, the um, loans are all nullified, and therefore, whatever loan I had, whatever money was owed to me, I can no longer collect. And suddenly, there's a document called the Prisbo, which we all have in front of us. Which, the, the, correct. Um, no, the other one over here, from the Bezdin of America, a very reputable Bezdin, with the uh, signature of Mordechai Willig, one of Marabeim, on it. And Rav Yonah Reis, another one of Marabeim on it. This one and, mean? Yes, this one over here. And somehow this allows us to get around this whole entire issue in the Torah. So let's go to Mesechus Gittin. This is Talmud Bavli, Mesechus Gittin, Daf Lamed Vav, Amit Allah. Does anyone know why this comes up in Mesechus Gittin? Star. 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 Okay. It's probably part of it. It's also it's because in, somehow in, in the beginning, in the middle of the fourth parak, the Gemara gets on to Takanos Tikkun Olam. What is Tikkun Olam? We, we know it from Aleinu and from Sunday school. Fixing the world when it has a problem? So, so it's basically, it's, it's different things that were done in order to, uh, yeah, essentially not to fix the world, but done for uh, the betterment of society. Hillel, his skin prisbal. Hillel comes along, the great Hillel, and says, we are going, he enacted the prisbal. What's going on here? It's not awesome. Prisbal ain't no mishamid. If you have a prisbal, so your loans are not going to be nullified. This is one of the many things that Hillel enacted. Why? He noticed that people were being uh, were not were being circumspect or uh, or careful not or didn't want to loan to one another. Again, why? Because they saw Shemitah was coming and they didn't want to lose their money. And what was happening? It wasn't just like oh they're not loaning to one another. They're over the aforementioned and and they were not, they were, the Torah says, do not do so. And they were actually doing this, that they were being over this pasuk of not, follow, of, of, of not giving, extending a loan because of the fear of not getting the money back. Omar the Hiskin Prisbal. So he gets up and he established the Prisbal. Okay. Vezehu Gubos the Prisbal. And what is the Prisbal? The Prisbal says as follows. Masrani lechem ploni dayanim shemokem ploni. I'm giving over... So I'm giving over something, leave it at that, to the following Dayanam in a certain place. Whatever whatever obliga- loans are owed to me, I can collect. And it's that simple, by the way. And then the Dayanam sign below it, or the Adam sign below it, Zehu. Which is why, by the way, normally we assume, let's say I come to bed and say, uh, someone owes me money. They say, okay, where's the star? Where's the document? I say, oh, I lost it. So we say, well, it's... It, I have, I, if I'm trying to take money from Erica, it's on me to prove. The onus is on me to prove that, I always, that I'm, I'm trying to extract money. The onus is always on the person trying to extract the money. When it comes to prosbol, if I say, I'm, I wrote a prosbol, where's the document? I lost it. So the rush points out, I don't, I, we, we believe me that I wrote it. Why? Because it's so simple to write a prosbol. It's literally one line. It's not like a get with this, just with 12 lines and a get. 13 lines in a get. So get. 13 lines in a get. And you have to have Lishma, and you have to have Adim, and it's, it's, it's so simple to write it that we actually believe you that you lost it. Fine. And now here's the key. We think it's just us who's, who are bothered by, wait, how can the rabbi, when there's a rabbinic will, there's a rabbinic way? The Gemara asked the question. And by the way, there's two different ways to read this Gemara, and we can, well, we're not going to go through the main way to read it, and I'll point out the other way. Is this really true? Is it really true that on a level of the Arisa, Shemitah is saying the loan is annulled? 
Shemitah is saying the money that Jonathan owes me. Let's, let's, let's take it out of 100. Let's say Jonathan owes me $100,000, right? Mita Raisa, he no longer owes it to me, and suddenly Hillel comes along and is like, you write a little document, literally this one line, and now, and now Jonathan owes it to me again? Even from the perspective, let's say, look at it from, through, through Jonathan's eyes. Like, why is that fair to Jonathan? He's like, what do you mean? The Torah says I don't. Who are you, Hillel, to make it that I do? Right? Look, it's a fair, it's a fair argument. It's a fair argument. Who are the rabbis to come along and say, the Torah says one thing, and they're coming along and saying, ah, don't follow the Torah. We have, we're, we're, we have a way out. We have a way out. Poor Jonathan, he, wealth, wealthy, four or five hundred cats, now can collect his loans. What's going on here? So Omar Abaye, so Abaye is the first answer. Bishvius Bizman Hazeh. We're talking about Shvius Bizman Hazeh, Shemitah, nowadays. The Rebbe, according to the opinion of Rebbe, Ditanya, Rebbe Omer, Vezer Dvar Shmita Shamu, Bishtei Shmita Zakasa Badaver, Ach Shmita Karka, Ach Shmita Ksopim, Bizman Shat Meshamak Karka, At Meshamak Sopim, Bizman Shat Meshamak Karka, Iat Meshamak Sopim. Fine. He points out as follows that Shmita Bizman Hazeh, the Shmita Ksopim, follows the Shmita of money, follows the Shmita of the land, the Shmita of the land is only Dirabanan. Where did he get that from? Why is it only Dirabanan? So this is based on the Gemara and Erech, and that's as follows. Why is Yovel not followed? Shemitah is tied to Yovel. And why is Yovel not followed nowadays? No, because, Ro- because in order for Yovel to be Daraisa, to be you need to have all of Kalal Yisrael living in Israel. All of Kalal Yisrael, you can have one Jew now living in the middle of uh, Tanzania. So now you don't, Yovel's known Darabonan. So the answer is no, Ro Kalal Yisrael, which we're getting very close to, by the way. So here's the big question. We're going to have, like, you know, that guy from Costco who sits out there with a little ticker. Every time someone walks in there, you know, one, two, three, four. Well, he's going to sit in Ben-Gurion and suddenly he's going to, he's going to hit it. 50, you know, what is it? 51 percent? I'm saying, is that what's going to happen? Is that what's going to happen? So they have the Gemara and points in, no, it's more than that. That's the way the Chaz It's You also have to have all of, not just everyone there, but also everyone in the ancestral land. So Sheva Binyamin and Sheva Binyamin and Sheva Yehuda and Sheva Yehuda, everyone living in the place they're supposed to be, which you, clearly you're going to need a Bezdin. You're going to need the Bezdin to uh, you know, tell everyone where they're supposed to be. Also, interestingly, just a totally tangent, because no one's talking here, so I'll just put myself on tangents. Usually Inbar puts me on the tangents. They're always good. What's going to happen? Let's imagine this. Imagine like you're a, Erica's a developer. She makes a beautiful hotel in Tel Aviv, and it's like, oh, sorry, that's Zavulan's property. Like, we're going to shift you to, I don't know, your Yehuda to, to back to Yushalayim? What do you say? Tel Aviv? Well, you're really Haredi. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm all over. What, what do you? Where am I yet? Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you. So I, 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 it's very, po- I mean, it's very possible that yeah, we're gonna have to shift everyone around, but we'll, we'll pay you back for what you lost. You still have to pay for the shevach haaretz. Okay, just this time, I, I was thinking about that. What also. Do we do about- We'll figure it out, you know? Well, that would be just it. Saying, oh, I pay you, you pay me. But general commerce doesn't work without debt. You know, like most of us can't afford to buy a house. You know, mortgages. So once you have that, like you need some system where I can pay you over time. And that's where this thing comes back. Okay, excellent. So we're, 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 getting, we're getting there. But um, why did I get distracted? Okay, fine. So but the point is, but Bisman Hazeh says Abaye based off Rebbe, in the event that now we don't have Yovel, 
Why don't we have Yovel? Because we don't have robe of Jews in Israel. And as you pointed out, the Chazanish points out, even if we had robe of Jews, we don't have, we're not living in the right place. We need Bezin to tell, the Bezin Agad, the Lachor, to tell us where to live. So, Yovel's Darabon, we don't have Yovel. If we don't have Yovel, we don't have Shemitah. If Shemitah and Eretz Yisrael is only Darabon, so Shemitah's Ksafim is only Darabon. Once you say Shemitah's Ksafim is only Darabon, what's the Gemara going to tell us? Hillel's not coming along and saying, I have a prisbal which gets rid of the Raisa. He's saying, I have a prisbal which only gets, which mitigates the Darabonon. Yes. And why is it so important? So come along the rabbis and say, so what? One minute. So why then do we even have a rabbinic enactment of Shemitah's Kafim? This is a key line. Remember, this is going to be a money line for later. They established the concept of Shemitah's Kafim. Comes along Hillel many years later. You're following, you're following the multiple iterations. Following, you know, again, stage one, Shemit, God comes along. Start over. Stage one, God gives the Torah. Right? That we know. We'll go with that. Number two, to, we get to Israel. Certain point, we have Shemitah. All is good and well. We have Yovel. Certain point, we, we, we Golas. Yovel no longer. Shemitah de Rabbanah. Come along, the rabbis like, okay, we don't want to forget Shemitah. Where many things like the Chawa as well. We don't want to forget things, so we don't, in order not to forget these things, <coughs> excuse me, in order not to forget these things, we're going to enact Shemitah de Rabbanan. Comes along Hill and says, well, one minute, people, it's, so, it's all good and well. We don't want to forget Shemitah. But what's going to happen? People aren't lending money to each other. People need money. They need to buy their house. They can't buy their house because no one's willing to lend money because they don't want to lose their They don't want to lose their loan. So then he comes along and says, okay, I'll make a prosbol. This is Ahmavihizkin uh, prosbol. This is the history. Are we good? Questions, comments, thoughts, observations? So it's Shemitah's Ksavim is only Durabana. And why was it, like in the first Gemara up, it says that Hillel was, he was worried that they were being over on the right. Okay. If it's the Rabbanon. Raisa, he says, uh, Raisa. Yeah. Raisa, I'm not sure. I don't know if that's just in the Havmi and the Gemara. Could just be in the Havmi and the Gemara. Okay. Now, the Gemara has a second question. This is important as well, although it's not as important. And that's as follows. The Gemara then says, well, now if you think about it, so here are all these people who are in, before the prisbol, who Jonathan now owes me $100,000, and the rabbis come along and say, oh, no, he no longer owes it to me because Shemitah the Rabbanan. So the Gemara is going to ask the same question. Shemitah doesn't cancel it out. The Rabbanan say, no, actually, it cancels it out. Right? And the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Shevatasu. I say Shevatasu. It's a concept we find often. The rabbis can say, don't do anything, and that's you know equivalent. Okay, that works, right? The rabbis can say, don't carry the shofar on on uh, don't blow the shofar. Excuse me, on Shabbos Shacholios Bar Shoshanah, Shoshanah Shacholios Bar Shabbos. How can they do so? It's the right to blow the shofar. And they say They say they are saying, don't do something. By saying, don't do something, that they can do. Can they do something? Can they say something to be ochre or something? Be a dime? They actually do something. Bigger question. Yishan might think so. Like you have to be mochel your loans. You might be mochel your loans. Like they're telling you not to be 
Meaning, for, but the Urim. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. A good point. Maybe I have to prove against him. I'm not sure. Okay. And Hillel says, no, Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. Bezdin has the power to essentially declare money onos. Now, so the, the way you read the Gemara, it seems that uh, the Rambam comes along in Paschal. This whole Gemara is, again, like a Baye. This whole Gemara is talking about a level of Durabanan, right? Like the first of I, we're all talking about Durabanan, and therefore, and therefore, once you're talking about, in the case of Durabanan, the Prozbul works. And everyone wants to know, well, since when do we pass like a Baye? Right? Pass like Rava. So this, this is where the two ways to learn the Gemara is. Some say, no, he talk about like a Baye. And some say, and, and the Mahlokas Abaye says, I mean, the first time the Gemara asks me, me, the rice of Mishamet Shvi's Vizgan Hill to low Mishamet, right? Is it possible that proves both? Sorry, I'm jumped the gun. Is it possible, me, me, to the rice of Mishamet Shvi's Vizgan Hill to low Mishamet? Is it possible that the rice of Shvi's gets rid of it? And Hill says it doesn't work. And that Abai says, yeah, because it's only Durabana. And then you jump down five lines, and Hill says, no, you know how, and, and Rubba says, no, you know how it works? Hefker, Bez, and Hefker. That, they can do what they want. And here they say, yeah, the low Mishamet, it doesn't work. That's one way to read the Gemara. Uh, and Rambam passing like a bye. The other way to read the Gemara, and I think it's more logical, it's more stopper, is no, Rubba's, the way I read it the first time. A bye, a comment says Durabanan. Once we're in the world of Durabanan, the Gemara then asks the question, well, now we're, now we're talking about the Durabanan, so how is it that the rabbis can say that the loan gets annulled when really it shouldn't be annulled? And that's when we have the second answer of either Shevatase or Hefkerbez and Hefker. I don't know if you followed it. It's a little bit long just at the end, but okay, fine. What, where, I, where I want that to leave us. I, I, yes, no? I can go over that. I can just leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Okay, fine. So where, where, where that all leaves us, so I get a little, I, I, where that leaves us, we'll leave it that. Where that leaves us as follows. The Gemara wants to know how does Prisbo work, and I think the Icarus to take out of this is it's, nowadays it's Durabanan. Nowadays it's Durabanan, and therefore once it's Durabanan, so and we are and the reason why it's Durabanan is because we don't have Yovel, so Shemitah's Durabanan, but we still enacted Shemitah in order not to forget Shemitah. But Hillel saw people weren't loaning, lending each other, and he says, let's keep Shemitah around. Okay. The question is, the question now is, how does it work? What, the, what time is it? Okay, time. Well, we have time. Okay. Okay, how does how does Shemitah work though? How does this principle work? Excuse me, Shemitah, we know how it works. So Rashi says as follows: There happens to be a another principle, and this is the Gemara and Magas and Daf Gimel. The Gemara and Magas and Daf Gimel points out there are a number of things that one can do with a loan that will make it that the loan doesn't get annulled. One of them is Moser Staros Lebesdin. A person brings their star and gives it to Besdin, brings their loan and gives it to Besdin, says, Besdin, you collect it for me on my behalf. So then the loan's not annulled. Why? Because if you look at the Psukim, the Psukim say as follows. The Psukim says, I don't know if those Psukim we actually recorded. Psukim say. Which note? Seven, eight, or nine? We are on number six right now. Okay, number six. Okay, Rocky. Yeah, where's, where's the, uh, where was the first Psukim? Jonathan, what, what's the, what are the, the first Psukim? Yeah. That's fine. Okay, fine. The deceptive points out that this that the Shemitah gets annulled, it's, what, it's any loan that's owed. Let's say the Pasuk talks about, like, I think, Reyachah to your brother, something along those lines. Right. So. 
It's a chicha, exactly. That's the word. It's a chicha. So a chicha, loans that you owe to your brother work, loans that you owe to court are not annulled. Or perhaps to a shul or a stuck institution, right? Shul technically does not need a principal. Or a loan gemach or one of those things. But, um, Meaning, so therefore says, therefore says Rashi, this is the concept of Moser, or Gemara says, Moser starts with Bezdin, Bezdin can collect your loans. And this works on the level of Daraisa, and even in the world, in the, in the world of Daraisa, that, forget Prozbul, forget Prozbul, if I go to Bezdin, knock on the door and say, here's my loan from Jonathan, sorry Jonathan, you owe me so much money tonight, and by the way, these are all separate loans, everyone should know that, um, that is, that is a, that works, in the, in the, and the loan will last beyond Shemitah. Says Rashi, what's a Prozbul? Moser Shtar Slebezdin, who Prozbul? This concept of Moser Shtar Slebezdin, of bringing my Shtar to Bezdin, that is the Zel Bezach, that is a Prozbul. That is a Prozbul. Shehizkin Hill, Shekosibo Masrani, Lechem, Ploni, Uploni. Right, what was the language of a Prozbul? Does anyone recall? Masrani, Lechem, I will give over. What are we giving over? I'm giving my Shtar, I'm giving over the IOU to Bezdin. What is a Prozbul, says Rashi, the concept that comes up in Makos? We, all we're simply doing is taking our document, taking our document, the IOU, and giving it to Bezdin so it's no longer Reyacha, no longer Achicha, excuse me. It's Bezdin, it's an institution. And institutions' loans are not annulled. Make sense? We go with that? Eric, what do you think? Never mind. Never mind. It makes sense, no? Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. The Torah says personal loans are annulled. No, no, uh, loans that are, that are owned by, a, by the public are not annulled. Let's say, so if I bundle, we bundle all our loans, we sell it to the, the mortgage broker, not annulled. To use an analogy, once Bezdin assumes it, so Bezdin has the, uh, has the uh, public service where they'll take our loan and they will then collect the loan on our behalf. Hence, it's cold, and that is called as Rashi of Prisbal. That's all the Prisbal is. That's all a principle is. Very good. Says Tosvos, not so fast. Tosvos points out two things. One is Tosvos says that the, we have a concept of principle, we have a concept of Masrani Shtaris Lebezdin. The, the Mishnah seems to imply two totally different concepts. Like, where do you, why, why Rashi conflating these two? The, the, we have on a list of two different things. That's number one. Number two is Masrani Shtaris Lebezdin works even on a level of Daraisa. Meaning, forget Hillo. We don't need Hillo. We don't need this concept. This whole Gemara and Gittin, Daflam and Vav, of telling us how Yovel and telling us Shemitah and Bisman Hazeh and in the land of in the land of Israel and everything's Darabanan. In the world of Daraisa, right? Moshe Kilatarmi Sinai came with that came Shemitah. Everything's Daraisa. Part of that is Masrani Shtaris Lebezdin works. Why would it work? Why in the world of Dar, in the world of Daraisa, in the realm of Daraisa, why would Masrani Shtaris Lebezdin work? Why would it work to give my star to Bezdin in the world of the Raisa? He exactly, because it's an institution. It's not your brother. Exactly, it's not your brother. So that toes was like, we don't need Hillel for this. This is a well well known thing. This is we, 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 before Hillel we had this. And if that's true, so how does a principle work? How does a principle work? And this brings us to the Ritva. Elevada. This is number eight. Question. Yeah. Where? Could be the Aramaic, the Hebrew. Might not be. I think it might be actually a Greek word. 
we'll, we'll get. It, is there any? It comes. We'll, we'll get there in a minute. I'll, 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 and actually, in a minute, I'll, I'll tell you the, the the source for it, the etymology for it. Okay. Says the Ritva. One second here. Give me one second. Yeah, sorry, I just I, I'm trying to remember where, where I placed everything and, and when I put this together. Okay, so it says the Ritva as follows. Ella, oh well, so if that's true, sorry, we'll give me, I'm, I'm sorry, I got putting this all together in my head. The um, so if that's true, if Rashi says Rashi's, what's Rashi's proof that a principle is really is a Moser Shtar Lebezdin? Because what is the text of a principle? It's uh, it's the Chemploni. So it says the Ravasha Weiss, Lachora, what Tosfus understands is it's not Moser, Masrani Lechemploni is not that I'm giving my loan over, but I'm giving a Hoda. I'm being Moda, a declaration that I'm, it's a dec- more of a declaration. And what's the declaration? It says the Ritzvah. So the Ritzvah kind of says, well, we'll say it outside. It's not, that, it's not that we did anything really fancy and we have a brand new Takana, but the Ritzvah understands that we kind of institutionalized. This concept of Masrani of Masrani Shtaros uh, Lebesdin, in a sense like this. Beforehand, it used to be, if I had, a, let's say, Jonathan owed me a loan, we lived at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, or Yeshua Benun, in Artisrael, right? And I wanted a loan to exist, so I'd have to go to Besdin and knock on the door, and Rav Yonah Reeves would come with his big uh, top hat, or the Besdin hat, and I'd say, Can I, do you mind if I, if I take some of your time? He'd be like, Half of the world's outside, every mortgage broker in the world's outside, everyone's outside right now, and he'd give me some of his time, and we do it. Comes along Hillel, and he says, I'm going to institutionalize it that we're going to make a prisbol so you don't even have to go to Besdin. That it's going to be as if, he says, if you look at it, he says, I only put half the quote there. I'm sorry. Basically, what he says is that he he made it that. Oh, I just read the. I'm sorry. The hill. I'm, I was just reading toast again. Sorry, source number eight. The hill. He made it so you don't have to actually physically bring your star to Bezdin. So basically, all he did was as follows. He made it that you don't have to actually physically bring the star to Bezdin, rather, you write a principle, and it says, if you're Moser, star Lebezdin. You follow? So, again, just a quick recap. I'm sorry, I messed it up over there. He says, he says how does principle work? Rashi says principle works because we have this pre-existing principle of Masrani Charlotte Bezdin that so long as it's not a um, it's not a, it's not a achicha it's a institution so then the loan is remains extant you, the loan does not get annulled and that's effectively what principle is. Tosfos comes along like what do you mean that exists before principle I don't need Hillel for that and the Ritva says no I'll tell you what principle is in order essentially to save time and we don't have to go and knock down the Dian's door, you write a prisbal and it makes it as if you went to the Bezdin. Yes? No? Maybe? What? So you're saying they represent you without them knowing that they represent you? Some of them. So what, what if then they turn around and say, like, but you're a thief or whatever, we don't want to represent you personally. Can, like, manage mm-hmm. validate everything? Who doesn't want to? If Bateman turns around and says, yeah, you wrote a principle, but we don't trust you. You're going to see, you still have to have agent. We'll see in the principle. We still, would, this is only one approach. 
Well, it's the only one. That, that just seems there are other, there, that you could inculcate somebody else without a No, you still have aid. I mean, there's, there's, there are other approaches as well. The other approach to make the principal is the beginning of paying back a loan, that once you begin to pay back a loan, so you can continue to collect it. That might be what a principal is. I think maybe Ron might say something along those lines. And there are a number of approaches. I'm just trying to bring a couple approaches. What does... Okay. What does any, what does um what does principle mean? So the Gemara Gittin goes on to tell us principle comes from the word prusbuli ubuti. Now we know buli ubuti. What does that mean? So buli comes from more like bull market, the Greek word like for the wealthy, and buti is poor for the poor or for the or for the or for the wealthy. And essentially what it's saying is the principle is made in order so that the poor people can get loans or the wealthy people will give loans. Or, and they'll give loans because they'll still know that they can collect what's owed to them. And I think what's important here is as follows. That, and this Rabbi Feldman points out, Rabbi, Feld, Rabbi Feldman points this out, and I think it was a very, it's a very astute comment, right? Daniel Feldman pointed this out in a shoot the other night. It's a very astute comment. And this kind of gets back to the spirit of the law as well. If you think about it for a moment, Giving loans is actually a very big mitzvah. It's a big chesed. It's one of the biggest chesed. More than that, giving a loan might actually be... It comes, where does giving loans come up in the Torah? Uh, it. it also comes up in the Pesukim of Tzedakah. Correct. Correct. But it, it comes up. It, it may it may be a form of tzedakah, or Rucham Fosher Perel has a very long essay trying to figure that out. And, but even if it's not a form of tzedakah, it's definitely one of the biggest chasadim. So much so, there are actually a bunch of ancil- ancillary mitzvos that come along with it, right? Ribis. The fact you can't give ribis is probably coming to bolster the fact that the importance of giving loans. The fact you can't put pressure on someone coming to bolster giving loans. The way in which you treat a mashkon properly coming with uh, collateral. Uh, loans, the fact that there's amnesty every seven years. Again, I think the point there is to tell us that ultimately these are all here to help support the fact that people should be giving loans. And if that's the case, perhaps the reason why what principles come and tell us is that if it comes to a point that these sort of things, one of these mitzvahs here, in this case, uh, Shemitah, is going to undermine the whole ideal of the loan, which is the ideal here, so then we, we find a way, a way out of the actual Shemitah. You follow? Meaning if the ideal really is giving loans to each other, and we try to do everything we can to do loans, and then we have all these supporting mitzvahs, and one of those supporting mitzvahs is going to undermine it, so then we want people to continue doing loans, so we're going to make a takana, in this case prisbal, in order to allow people to continue giving each other loans. Right. That is, okay. that is, yeah. Good question. Uh, and, and the time of the first and See that this is on page number five. Is it still relevant even if you don't have loans? So is it is it is if you don't have right? We all pro, I don't know who here, who here other than Jonathan who owes me hundred thousand. Is it still relevant? So the mission in Shvius says a couple things. One is Shvius Bashamda says on Malvishtar of Shlobishtar. It could have been source number one. That is a Shemitah is Mishamit. It annuls a loan, whether it's a loan that was written down or a loan that was orally, that was committed, committed to orally. Hakafas chanuz enumishamtes. If there is a, if you have a um, credit in a store, that's not annulled. If I, let's say every time I go into a store, like they do in Israel sometimes, you, you run up a credit. That's not, that's not, that's a credit. However, also malva harizim mishamtes. But if you turn it into a loan, if at a certain point I say, okay, fine, now it's not that you, okay, I have a credit there, but now you owe me a hundred dollars. That turns it into halva, it turns it into a loan. At a certain point, it becomes a debt, and then it does become annulled. 
So it's just something to think about. Sometimes we don't realize that things we think about of as, oh, I just owe you, I don't owe you money as a loan. I owe you money for a product that I purchased from you. I just haven't paid you back yet. There is a point where one can say that turns, it, turns into a loan and it's no, no longer about the money I owe you for something I purchased, rather it is a loan. That's number one. Number two, I think, I believe is more important. This comes from the Gemara in, in Max, we mentioned before, that Gimel Amad Beis. The person takes a loan after each other. I take a loan from Erica. And when I take, I, I, I borrow, let's say, 100000 from you. And I say, I'm borrowing this on the, and you say, I'm lending to you on the condition that Shemitah is not going to cancel this out. Says the Gemara, Shviyas Mishantes. Shviyas is going to cancel it out. Lema Kasavar Shmuel, Masna Mashakasabatorahu. Why? Because this is called a Masna Amashakasabatorah. Anyone here hear that term before? What's a Masa Mashakas Torah? That one is not allowed to make a Tanai. When you, make a, when you, when you uh, make a, uh, write a contract, you're not, you're not allowed to make a stipulation against something written explicitly in the Torah. And if you do so, we, it's not that we say the whole thing falls apart, but rather we look at it as if you didn't say it at all. You know, different Lashonas and they showed them, a Guzmo Biyama. It's as if you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to the sky. And therefore we, just, we, we, we disregard the Tanai and the actual loan is Kayim. The actual loan is Kayim. So here we say, here we say the loan is the loan is extant, and it's going to be annulled when Shemitah comes. The whole Kayim. However, what if you change one letter? Are you ready for this? bishvis. If I say, if you say on the condition it's not annulled during Shemitah, in shvius mishamto, then shvius does not. Annul it. And why is that? What's the difference between this one letter? What is this one? What's the magic behind this one letter? Between Shvius is not going to destroy it and in, in the year of Shemitah it's not going to be annulled. It doesn't get annulled during Shemitah. It happens like it's at the end of the year. Both of them are not. I'm borrowing $100,000 for you on the condition it's not going to be annulled during the year of Shemitah. I'm borrowing $100,000 for you. It's not going to be annulled. Shemitah is not going to annul it. Something else might. It could get annulled eventually, it's just not during Shemitah. Maybe they don't know which is Shemitah year. So we're all, uh, so I, I'm going to give you the missing piece of the puzzle, and you're all, you're all circling around him. We say, right? So the Toast and Ksubas asked this question. The Torah says, repay alone, right? Pay a loan. I, I owe you money. I owe you money. I have to repay it back. What if I, 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 I borrow $100,000 for you? I say, I'm only going to pay. I'm, I'm borrowing on the condition. I only pay back 50% of it. And you say, sure. That works. Why don't we say, what do you mean? The Torah says repay back your loan. How can I only pay back 50% of it? It's my Torah. I'm going against what the Torah says. The Torah says pay back, pay back your loan. I'm only paying back 50% That's of it. Part of the initial stipulation. But we just said a minute ago, you can't, sti- you can't stipulate against something that's written explicitly in the Torah. You're making the loan 50%. So you can drill in a little more, and that is as follows. When it comes to Dovership and Mammon, when it comes to monetary matters, you're able to go against what the Torah says. Monetary matters. That the Torah may say, pay that alone, you can play around with it a little bit. You can't go against the explicit din of the Torah. I can't say I'm, I'm going to borrow from you on the condition that, you know, I'm, you know the, the, well, let's leave it at that. I don't want to get too, too, too involved. So when it comes to monetary matters, you can, you, can, you can go against what the Torah says. The Torah is, says pay back a loan, but I can say I'm only paying 50% of it. As long as we both agree, that's fine. That works. That's how, all, all the time, that, that happens all the time. All the time in business. So what's happening in this, in, in this, in this, in this Gemara over here, 
if I say, and the condition Shemitah doesn't annul it, what I'm saying is, I'm making a condition against the Torah. The Torah says Shemitah should annul it, and now, and I'm saying, I don't want Shemitah to annul it. Whereas we say Bishmita, it's, it's a condition, it's a monetary condition. It shouldn't be annulled during the next year. Nothing to do, it happens to be the next year's Shemitah. I just don't want it to be annulled next year. It can be annulled in, 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 in you know, two, whatever, two, three years, not in the next year. You follow the difference? The first one is I'm saying, I'm making a condition against the Torah. The second, I'm just saying, in the next year, I don't want it to be, I don't want the loan to come due in the next year. I want it to come, come due in three years from now. And three years from now, it's not Shemitah, and therefore I have to pay up. No, I'm just saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm making it, I'm, I'm making it, I'm, I'm saying that this loan shouldn't come, shouldn't come up, shouldn't come due. And you agree to that. It's a monetary, it's a monetary stipulation. Not, nothing to do with the fact, that, I mean, I'm saying in next year, happens to be Shemitah, this loan shouldn't come due. Not that I'm saying I don't want the Torah to know it, I don't want this. You, you can say I'm loaning $100,000 with a five-year loan and like a term Precisely. loan. Precisely. You know? The mission uses that. Loan. A ten, let's say a ten-year loan. I say, how can you ever have a ten-year loan? Right. Because so a term loan, because it's specified within the contract from the beginning, the term Correct. So this is where, and this is where it all comes down. This, this, will, this, will, this, will, this will close everything up. Says the Ritz of Im Tomar, the cave of Chesna Once we assume this sort of stipulation works, what law is Hillel talking prosbol? Why did Hillel need to make a prosbol in the first place? I have a brilliant idea. All we need to do is tell anyone that making a loan, just say, Make a ten-year loan. Why do I need it? First of all, why do I have to have to go through this entire two-blot of Gemara and get in? Just, just make it tonight. Show them all Yisrael. Answers the rich for the Ramban to this as well. The Eishlomer, the Halesa. First of all, he says, We're concerned. What if a person forgets to do so? What if a person forgets to do so? All right, very, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. So he's a couple of things. Also, it looks like what if, and it's also, I don't know if it's here elsewhere. What if a person doesn't want a, a four-year loan? What if it's the, it's the second year of the Shemitah cycle? He wants to loan up in two years. Okay, or whatever it may be. Okay, fine. And then he says, by doing so, people are going to forget there's a concept of Shemitah. Again, you see, this is the second time we saw this today. People are going to forget there's a concept of Shemitah. When everyone comes along, this year, Erev Rosh Hashanah to make a Prisbol, everyone's going to remember... Wait, why am I doing this? Because it's a concept of Shemitah. Even though I live in Chutzlaretz, and the rich boy again, no one lived in Eretz Yisrael, really. Even though I live in Chutzlaretz, and I'm not really involved in the payros of Eretz, and I'm just living my daily life, what do I have to do with Eretz Yisrael? But the fact that I have to make a prusbo on the era of Rosh Hashanah, on the year of Shemitah, the, the conclusion of the year of Shemitah, I'm going to remember there's a concept of Shemitah. And this is why many people recommend, even if you don't think you have a loan, you should still take a prisbal out, so you don't forget Torah Shavias. And that is where it all comes from. So in summary, in summary, where does this all leave us? I know I didn't get to even half of what I put down in the sheet. We opened up and we said as follows. We opened up. 
don't even know how I lost the first the first sheet. We opened up. We said, um, what's going on here? The Torah gives an explicit command that we have to annul loans. We said that is it has happened automatically, or is it something we do? Um, we have to say. Then we said, well, how can the rabbis come along and do so? We pointed out, well, actually, it's probably only the rabbanon. Then we said. Then we said it's only the Rabbanon. Then we said, well, what are the mechanics behind it? So either it's a concept of Moser Staros Lebezdin, or it's a more formalized concept of Moser Staros Lebezdin, where we pointed out, based on Erica's question, maybe it's the beginning of repaying a loan. And then we jumped to the end of this that to point out that a lot of this is put in place, Shema, so that we don't come to forget the entire concept of Shvius in the first place. I wish you all a wonderful night. Any questions, comments, thoughts?